just wanna go. Um, yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Oh, they can't reach from trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Ring Podcast. It's your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the boy Trust Ave here. Here. We got Tyler here. Good people. Alright, we all here. We all present and accounted for. That means it's the basketball portion of Threes from the Ring. I know it's been a minute since we recorded a basketball portion of this podcast. But NBA Free Agency has literally been, as I've been calling it, into a frozen heap, primarily because one Kevin Durant wants to request a trade and it fucked up the market and shit like that. But things have have things enough has happened where we we'll give you guys an update on what's going on in basketball and stuff. So, and it's been pretty decent little things that's been going on too. So it's like can't be too mad at it. So um, free agency updates. We go with the biggest one in terms of at least not would say the biggest one, but the most recent big event which is the fact that DeAndre Aiden offer sheet was was offered a uh what was it four year and a hundred and thirty three million dollars contract yeah R- around that price range yep uh by the Indiana Pacers and according to one Brian Winworth shout out to that meme uh he uh he stated that <laughs> The Phoenix Suns matched the offer within 30 seconds, and according to him, that's probably the fastest matched offer sheet ever. I think like, that's also the highest. Uh, yeah, the highest uh, pay. He was the highest pay restricted free agent or some shit like that. Yeah, because most of the time, like in players of DeAndre Aiden's uh, ilk, most of the time they, most of the time they get the extension, and even even if it's a max or not. Most of the time, they uh, accept the deal that is offered, and mm-hmm. and Aiden him the Suns just saying like "f you" last season and going to this offseason saying, "Well, it is what it is," and the Pacers saying, "We'll pay you," and then the Suns saying, "We're going to keep you," and allegedly, um, the Suns told Aiden that they intended on matching any offer for him. So, I guess word. I guess their word based on I guess whatever happened between the end of them blowing uh losing seven games to Luca and the day that they matched and like I guess when off season started they said, Alright, we're just gonna keep you but he's an asset in a way by January. So we'll see yep. where things go in regards to that. But um thoughts on Aiden still being a Phoenix Sun. I don't like it, but I can understand why they decide to keep it that way. I don't like it because they, it's like Sarver had every intention not to pay this nigga. Sarver might not even and, own that team in a couple months, so. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, like, it just, he had no intention to pay him, so why keep him on the team? But, you know, you also can't let an asset like that walk if you don't get a KD because now you're playing with Biz McBeombo as your starter center. So and you let JaVale go. You let JaVale so, go. Let him go to the op too. 
Oh, let yeah, them walk straight to the Mavericks. Hey, they offered the money. I can't be mad at it at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah it that's makes, it, it. Makes sense that they kept them. It's like you really you, your options were really slim. Yeah, they obviously they obviously was dirt slim. They couldn't do a thing. Yeah, like because the center market literally it wasn't even that big of a market for the centers. Honestly, like because most of the ones that were available were already on contracts or in Aiden's case restricted. So like the best option I think available technically was Javale, and arguably he was the best backup center in the league, like easily, like. And he yeah. could have started on most teams last season. So, him going – I'm pretty sure for – if I'm JaVale, I know I can start on most teams in this league. Like, most teams that don't have an all-star big, he can start. So, it's like for him, it's like I'm going to an opportunity where I can start. Mavericks off on the back. He's yeah. going to start there easily. He's a huge upgrade to Dwight Powell. So, and then you could argue that after that, it was probably Drummond and the Bulls – signed him to be a backup center. So, after that, now you like Timberwolves who gave up your pretty much most of your de- most, I wouldn't even call that most of them niggas deaf, but most of your rotation in four draft picks for Rudy Gobert. So, that's that was the next best option. You trying to get in the KD situation, so nothing you can do in regards to that. Then, Miles Turner, he's an interesting case as well. But I don't know what the Pacers want to do, whether they're waiting on the correct offer. It is what it is. We'll see where things go in terms of Miles Turner because he's still available as well. Yeah. So it's not that many centers. Oh, and then oh, Mitchell Robinson, was the Knicks extended him immediately. So wasn't it really that many bigs available if you – Unless you just outright want to just do Aiden for Vooch, Vooch, and I'm honestly wouldn't. I don't know if that's really an upgrade, me personally. So, but um, so yeah. You talking like, about for the Suns or for the Bulls? Both sides. <laughs> yeah. Because literally, like Vooch end up in a situation where he don't get the ball as much, and neither one gets the ball as much as I feel like they will for them to be that effective in that situation. So yeah. It's one of those situations where it's like it is what it is, <laughs> but I get what it's smart. The Suns did match. It's just I know I'm pretty sure Aiden's not happy, but he's going to play. He's going to try to up his value. He's going to be if he still if he if things don't fully get resolved between him, Monty Williams, and in the, them, then I'm pretty sure they would try to make a move for him. When uh, it's I think by January, I think he's eligible to be traded. Uh, but he still has control yeah. of where he wants to go. So it is what it is. Hopefully the Suns figure out what they got to do because at the end of the day, you have to still put up a a team, a competitive team, whether you get KD or not at the start of the uh-huh. training camp. You have to put up a team. You just won 60 games with this roster. Regardless, you 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 might not win another 60 this season if you keep everything uh, afloat, but you're still a top three team in it. Top four team in the West, if things, if chemistry wise things stay stable, let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, did we talk about Gobert last time we? Um, uh-huh. I don't. We so. went over it like briefly. I think we was like, um, we talked about the like you said they Timberwolves gave up some of their rotation 
in their uh excuse me. They gave up some of their rotation and they gave up some of their uh, you know, the picks and everything. And it's like it makes it it does make sense for them. I think it it helps in some way. It's not necessarily moving the needle for them, but it does it keeps them competitive. It keeps them as a team that, you know, even though they played some real, you know, stupid basketball at, you know, at certain points. Defensively, I would say that they got better for sure. You got a defensive player of the year. You have a three time deep play depot. You kept Edwards, who I think is only gonna improve. And Cat doesn't have to Cat the Cat I think Cat and Gobert works. It's just I don't know if they have to coach to make it work. <laughs> I have a question mark on the coach itself. Yeah, because like, you have a a somewhat of a uh and I mean this in a very light way, you have somewhat of a Tim Duncan, David Robinson type situation, but that's very light, very light, like light, very light, very Extremely light. <laughs> but um, yeah, Especially I think coaching definitely is going to play a factor into that because you still got to make sure that that cat is still, you know, I think cat cat's gonna get his points and everything in regardless. And cat, but you still gotta have you, anyway. you gotta have Rudy out there not to just be, you know, somebody to just take up all the catch fouls. Even though cat's probably still gonna get a lot of them fouls anyway because he just because he's gonna be playing closer to the perimeter. But I think uh, it could no, work. Now you can go. I think um, I'm gonna go totally that has nothing to do with just because I do think it's definitely going to be scheme based if they're going to work. But I don't think they bought it. I don't think they got Rudy Gobert because of scheme based. I think they got Rudy Gobert in a, in a, in a well thought of this offseason or well, the next offseason coming up, Cat hit you with the I don't want to play here no more. It's a good insurance policy. What'd you say? It's a good insurance policy in case. I think that's exactly what it is. You don't you can't see that team being what it is and think you're gonna win a championship with Rudy Gobert next to Cat. So you buy it as insurance policy. And that's that's how I see it. Just because like what else what else could you honestly need it for? You know what I'm saying? What else can you? Because like you with the with the league that we got now, <laughs> you don't necessarily need two a bigs. like, like two, a, a two big cowboy like that, unless yeah. you just completely say cat defense don't exist. Unless you just go on full fledged on that on that hill that cat defense don't exist, then you say yeah. A lot of people say it helps with like the weaknesses of both. Um, the weaknesses of Cat is his interior defense, and John Morant can't absolutely destroy him in the paint like he did in the playoffs. Even though John Morant had a lot of bad games, and then you know, Gobert can do what he do best, and that stand the fucking stay on the fucking block. So and anchor the defense and just tell niggas what to do. Yeah. And Anthony Edwards ain't no fucking slouch, so it's not gonna like Anthony Edwards is gonna be like Donovan Mitchell and not play defense He's or going get hard. He's burnt going on hard every people. single play. Um, and they kept Vanderbilt in that trade, and he's a solid defender as well. Huh? 
That's all. Like I can see certain things working, uh, but I, I think it's a I think it's an insurance policy. In all in all honesty, I think it's an insurance policy. Um, like, I could see it that way because thing is, it kind of also falls on cat. <laughs> like honestly, like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you could demand a trade, but it's also like you do have a rep almost where it's like. You, you, you're you, you're kind of an idiot and like nope and like i like cat game but iq wise he do some tweak shit like some really tweak shit unless he's playing anthony davis unless he unless he plays ad he just plays out of his rabbit ass mind he, he looks like kareem out there but outside of that i never noticed that to be honest he literally the past two years watch any laker versus timberwolves game the past two years and AD played. Cat looks like goddamn Kareem in seventy in nineteen seventy two. <laughs> that's just how good he looks. <laughs> that's, like, that's not, so yeah, that's like true. that's how good he fucking looks. So it's just one of those cases of like if if Cat I hope Gobert at least plays a mentor to Cat in a way it was like smart enough at least. But also I'm taking some liability off of you, but that don't mean draw four files and the second half, my neck by the second, by third. Right. It's like now you have more of a reason to play smarter because you don't have to carry that much. You don't have to carry that whole load in the paint no more. Exactly. You can, you know, you can still be you, but you can be more of yourself without, you know, having to be an anchor. Exactly. So and plus, Cat likes to play for, and offensively. Gobert, all he really all has to do is just catch lobs and catch the bricks that Anthony, that Edwards and Cat might just brick. So, <laughs> good in that aspect. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how things go from there, honestly, with that team. It's going to be real interesting. Uh, so, it is what it is. Uh, I think the last time I recorded, I think Jerry and Jackson was reported to be going to miss out until January, December. So, prayers up to uh, Jerry and Jackson in regards to that. Uh, Miles Bridges is a fucking idiot there that that's that's just what that is miles bridges is an idiot if you don't know what he did he uh beat up his wife I believe that's his wife or girlfriend i forgot um Girl. girlfriend and the child was happened to be present as well and then recently he's just been charged with child abuse and um felony that domestic was... abuse as well so freaking idiot and, so I it still think the league needs to they need to take a stand on something like that because it's just it's not like anytime you have a kid it don't matter who it is it's just not a good look mm-hmm. so I don't think that they gonna you know he's gonna get a huge ban or nothing to be honest but he does need to get some type of you know suspension or something like that yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be he would get suspended the for the season That's, if I anything, think I don't to. even think they're gonna do that I think they're gonna suspend him to. for the season. So they should. So how it goes is that if he is acquitted, found guilty on anything else, he is the NBA has the authority to suspend him for X amount of years or send that nigga packing. If he is found not guilty, the NBA has no. So the NBA. So in order for him not to get suspended, the NBA has no. I mean, the NBA has to make sure he has, like, you know, 
pled not guilty. I mean, he gets a not guilty plea. And I think that's the reason he pled not guilty as well. Yeah, we spoke. Um, well, common sense is he do that anyway. Like unless no, you plead. He pleads. You plead guilty in that comment. Like you want to be a felon the rest of your life, but you still feel Regardless. you plead guilty. That's in my opinion. I think in my opinion, you for sure she got bruises on her. You're not about to win a domestic violence case. I don't care how good your lawyers is. Even if you get acquitted, you fucked. Because uh, you still gonna get suspended from it's, the league without yeah, pay. It's the reputation. <laughs> it's just yep. the reputation on you too. That stigma is just gonna stick with you. Exactly. It's just video evidence of your child saying saying yeah he he slapped mama around like that which that's where for a lot of people that don't know that's where the child abuse claim comes in because he they didn't say anything about him you know hitting his child or anything but because the child was present during the uh you know the times of you know the uh the the dispute you know they consider that you know child abuse you know whether it's mentally you know anything like that so, yeah. yeah, one of those effed up situations. But Miles Bridges is one of the biggest idiots on earth, unfortunately. I can't call it unfortunately. He is one of the biggest idiots on this earth. Um, other free agent stuff before we talk about Donovan Mitchell and his worth, his worth destroying everything, <laughs> destroying the market. Um, I think that's really it. Like, ain't nothing new with uh, Katie. Didn't Westbrook uh, fire his agent? We're, we're going to get to that. That's a, We're going to get to that. Um, okay. Yeah, ain't nothing new with Katie, as far as we know. Um, the Suns is technically out the market, so. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing new with Kyrie is either, so that market's screwed. But Donovan He's going to pop up one day, and Kyrie's going to be a Laker. That's how I'm going to see it. That's probably what it's going to be. We're just going to. It's going to be 4.14 p.m., and we'll get a watch or Shams alert. But no, we're gonna get a big uh soliloquy on his Instagram. I don't know how you're gonna soliloquy after a trade when if Wise don't say it first, so shout out to that. But uh, Donovan Mitchell is being reported that uh, Danny Ainge is actually is listening to phone calls for Donovan Mitchell. Um, the Knicks have already been on high alert in regards to their desire for Donovan Mitchell. Nick's Phoenix. Um, Phoenix. And Danny Ainge is going to take advantage of that. Danny Ainge, I will, literally, I know we have dedicated episodes to that he's afraid to pull the trigger. But when it comes to getting assets, he's going to get his assets. It's just trading said assets as well. But when you're in Utah, you have absolutely no fucking, uh, you have no choice but to use what you have. So, with that being said, the Knicks were... Uh, the Jazz allegedly asked the Knicks for, I think, between six and eight draft picks. It's been today, I think Datro says it's been lowered to six. Um, but between six to eight first, first round draft picks. Let's be very specific. Six to eight first, dra- first round draft picks. Not a, not just draft picks, but six first. So that's a lot. On that's top of, crazy. It, it really is. Especially for. I don't know how many all NBAs Donovan Mitchell has, but I'm pretty sure it's not enough. But I will check this information shortly. But for a non MVP level player, that is extreme. Um, but also the Knicks, like honestly, then when we talk about who they could potentially offer, uh, the Grimes guy, who I'm, that's the guy they drafted this year, correct? I believe. Yeah. I think okay. So, so yeah. him, Obi Toppin. 
and some French nigga, and I think Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel Quick Quickney Quickney, uh, were some of the uh, young players that allegedly. I said the Frenchman, which is Evan Fournier. Oh, Evan Fournier. <laughs> Evan Fournier oh. <laughs> and uh, well, Evan Fournier makes sense for contract reasons, so kind of just yeah. have to throw him in there. Uh, and Emmanuel quickly, I think, was also I heard just amongst the players that may be potentially involved in this said trade. So, with that being said, the Jazz kind of just rebuilt their entire roster off two trades because you 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 just have a bunch of niggas who you can just put out there and say play with Mike Conley and the Bogdanovich brother that they currently have. Um, it is what it is. If the Knicks so do desire Donovan Mitchell, do what you got to do. If you want, it's just me personally, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. I guess <laughs> that, that that you'll the get Knicks, in the, you'll you'll be in playing talks. The you only might. thing, that, the only thing they could really say is that they finally got a, they finally brought home a New York, a, a New York guard back home, because they always, people always complain about. They brought New Kimba York home. They brought huh? Kimba home. They brought Kimba home. I want you to remember they brought Kimba home. I forgot it. I forgot he's from New York. Yes, and technically, and it may not be just a guard, but Melo's t- has New York ties, even though he's technically from Baltimore. But they treated Melo like he was from there too. It's just, it's the Knicks. I feel like they're going to figure out a way to get rid of Julius Randle eventually, though. For what? If he doesn't end up in this trade. Yeah, well, he's not now because if I'm the Jazz, I don't want that nigga either. Uh, yeah, you can't. Julius Randle is at that age. Even though he's still young, he's at that age of his his contract ain't matching his production. So you can't. Yeah, yeah, it's you like, really can't. If, you know, if I'm got a really, It's like Julius Randle at his best is – He's the guaranteed front. If if you are like you want to tank or you kind of somewhat want to try to overachieve, Julius Randle is the ideal first option type guy because he's going to look good, borderline all star good at that. But is it going to lead to W's? Except for that one year in New York. I mean that one, that a couple years ago where it just happened to work. But that happens all the time in the first if year one and tips. Year one of tips is a beautiful thing. Everything works. Year two, shift stinks. The ship starts, it, it, you, you're heading towards the iceberg. Just this time, the iceberg was really strong this time. The current just pushed you into it. And the Knicks is like, all right, we just got to put some people there. Um, and which they did. I will give them credit. You, you're trying to upgrade the roster. Jalen Brunson is a decent option, but I think they're going to regret that contract in two years. And if you're going to pair him with Donovan Mitchell, you literally created Dame and CJ McCollum light <laughs> to me. Yes. <laughs> like, I thought about this uh, on my way uh, when I was out and about today. I'm like, like Brunson and, and Donovan Mitchell is literally going to be Dame and CJ, but, but much smaller, way smaller. They're going to get buckets. At least CJ is a would try to defend Dame, whatever. But it's gonna be hilarious just seeing uh, how the Knicks fans feel seeing Donovan Mitchell go ten for twenty eight, and they're gonna be happy. Believe me, they're going to be extremely happy until they get to the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, 
No, nah, they'll make the. I think, the, like I said, they're gonna I be think, playing. I talk. just think you want some energy in New York, man. That's a, they're, that's they're, all. That's all. That's all you really. Need. That's what I'm. That's what I think. I think you just want some energy in New York, dog. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm not you mad wanna, at it. Like, I just just put the 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 just get him there. He's young, so the draft pick part really don't matter. You always going to be a team that's plateauing, so playing. So you're going to want to get the fuck. You're going to want to get those people who want to be there as much as possible because the more ass you be, the more motherfuckers not really going to care. So I say just just keep like you, you go for it. Fuck the fuck what they saying about this whole is it worth it? All that type of shit. Five picks, seven picks. Fuck. Was Melo worth it when, when they gave when they gave up that haul for the to the Nuggets? Yeah, they made the playoffs every year, so at least yeah, to a point they made the playoffs every year. So And guess what? Donovan Mitchell gonna make that shit too. Yeah. And it's like you you don't have nothing to lose. Yeah, but I would say at least I would say me personally in compa- comparison. At the time, at the time at least, what the Knicks were giving up for Melo, they could have waited, added those pieces, and you would have had a better roster. While at least right now, what you're giving up outside of me to me, I like Obi Toppin a lot. Yeah, um, I like Obi Toppin a lot too, but. Mm-hmm. In terms of what you're giving up, it isn't what you're comp- giving up then because at the time then, Wilson Chandler was a decent player. Gallinari was really good. And I Felt forgot. You. Fuck Raymond Felton. No, I think they kept Raymond Felton. <laughs> no, Raymond Felton was part of that trade, I believe. But, um, well, yeah, but still, <laughs> if he was or wasn't, I don't remember. But, um. At the time, Gallinari and Wilson Chandler, if you just wanted to wait a year, you could have put that with Melo. You would have probably had a better team uh, around Melo instead of having to put it around the corpse of Jason Kidd and then the corpse of Chauncey Billups and then the corpse of some other point guard and a couple other people. They but, basically turned into Nuggets 2.0, just older. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Way older. But anyway, but, but I think around that time, the reason it went down like that is because you know Melo had he wasn't feel, fucking with George Carl. He said he wasn't going to play for that man the rest of the season. Nobody so fucks with he, George Carl though. That's 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 I he's, which I don't I don't blame him. So that's right. why it went as fast as they did. Like they probably could have waited. Melo could just said I'm I'm gonna sit out until I get traded. Pretty much, but um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell don't even have. I thought Donovan Mitchell at least made third team at least once, but. Donovan Mitchell's a three-time All-Star. Last year, he averaged 26, five assists. Well, no, he, he last season, he actually had a good season, honestly. Still shot below You definitely make an All-NBA teams on the East. Definitely making it. Yeah. But, no, in All-NBA, like, in All-NBA league, why? I don't think he's going to make All-NBA just because he's in the East now. Yeah, was, she it's probably easier. You fighting? You talking like, all star? If you talking all star, yes, but all NBA, no. Tell me the all NBA in the East, bro. Go to right G, now. All NBA is. G, I think you're getting all NBA is league wide. 
All star, oh, he's good. Right, I am getting that. Mixed yeah, up. I'm like, Fuck bro. Yeah, he's not making. Trust me, that was the case. It'd be a <laughs> niggas. I have all NBAs that they, that don't really deserve it. That's what I was about to say. I you don't think dude. it's six you guards. He's better than right now, but um, but yeah, but if let's just say, but stat wise, he has improved. It's just I I still prefer him to be more efficient. Honestly, I think he shoots too many damn threes. That's actually holding his ass back. Um, that nigga shot almost 10 threes last year and only shot 33%. Like, that that, that ain't it. But, um, but yeah, but it, we'll see how things go. I just know defensively, <laughs> he's going to have to play defense because he's playing with Tibbs. He's going to have to play some defense. Tibbs yeah. is going to be on his ass. Like, if anything, if Tibbs is going to do anything, you're going to have to at least guard at a slightly average level. <laughs> Like at least slightly average level, so it's gonna be interesting to see because him and Brunson backcourt that's that's a small ass backcourt because I think Donovan Mitchell is six one and Brunson is about five nine, so that's a that's a small backcourt to lean on. So we'll see where things go in regards to that. But if 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 or whenever this trade happens, at this point I feel like it's more when uh when this happens. I'll still be happy for the Knicks. It's just, it's just the draft picks, but it is what it is. It's New York. You niggas really don't draft that well consistently anyway. But, um, but yeah, um, Westbrook shit. So, um, past week, Russell Westbrook has fired his agent. And according to the agent, he said he did not want him to be traded solely because he felt the val- his it was only going to decrease Westbrook's value anyway, which, by the way, Westbrook's value is already in the shit anyway. Like, it's it's sewer shit. That's how bad right. his value is right now. Literally. So, it is. So, like, his yeah. agent didn't want Westbrook to be traded? Yes. It was like, the way it was worded, it was so weird. It was like, I'm like... We never really heard the fact that Russ wants to be traded. It's more along the lines of the Lakers want him to be traded. So it is what it is when it comes to that. But it ain't like Russ has a no trade clause in his contract. But so his agent was very fighting violently trying not to get him traded, especially because he felt it, even if the Lakers gave him a pick, he felt that just lowers his value even more because they had to include something for him to even get traded. So that hurt his feelings. And I guess Russ felt the type of way in regards to that. But so they said, I right, bye. Bye. Yeah. And this has been Russ's agent since his rookie year. And according to other reports, uh, I believe when I read it from the Athletic, that Russ and his agent really were like close like that. So it was just Russ being at the tail end of his career and just moving on from Man, his agent. He's not is, even at the tail end, bro. He's not at the tail end. The tail end of his prime. Okay, the tail he, he end of his even, prime. He not even at the. I don't even think he had the tail end of his prime. It's the fit, man. It's the. It F-I-T. is the fit. Yes, <laughs> it's the fit too. It's the, him on that Miami Heat team last year, uh, this year, he'll be he'll be in the finals. We will not be saying that to Russell Westbrook. Replace Russell Westbrook with Kyle Lowry. He will be in the finals. That actually, that actually does make a lot of sense. I'm not gonna lie. That does make a lot of sense. It's just I don't think Pat Riley will make that trade, but I, I get I feel you. He made you. a trade for Kyle Lowry. Don't get in the shape. 
It is a picture of Kyle Lowry being built like me in 20, uh, 2018, 2017. So, <laughs> like, like, literally, if you if y'all look at pictures of me from 2017, G, you, Kyle Lowry's built like me from then. Like, they just going to keep it G real. So, that's how he's built right now. So, but Kyle Lowry did get at the gym. But, um... That's not. A, I I wouldn't be mad. That's honestly, yeah. It could be just that, and the fit is bad. Like outright, the fit is horrible. It's really bad, and Vogel didn't make it much better. Um, nor did LeBron either. But or AD's and another thing, it's AD's injury. Westbrook was brought in to be the third option, if that, to a team that already has shaky chemistry at that, bro. So he was to be a third option. He was to be a mercenary. He was to be a person to, to take the low off with AD and them struggling. Like, you can't you can't necessarily blame Westbrook for the season. Did he play bad basketball? Yes. But when Broad injured for some time of the year, when AD injured for the most year, and now you're relying on talent Tucker Horton Jr. to fucking actually do something for you, bro, you about to hold an L. Yeah, like, 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 it's. I, I don't think like it's such a sad thing that's happening to Westbrook. Do I think he should get traded? Yeah, but I don't think this trade should affect him in any type of way of like his value. It's for it's the not best of work his contract. career. It's for the best of his career to get traded from this team. It's not Honestly, this team yeah. is not going to get better with him on it. He's not going to be able to play the same while still on this roster. It's just not going to yeah. work. It's like he don't he don't have the worst contract. In the league, I still give that to John Wall, and he on the well, last year. Oh, John Wall got bought out. Never mind. Yeah, John, John Wall. Wall like out. technically, it it, it it yeah. Technically, Russ is right now the worst in terms. Mike Conley contract the shit. Mike Conley, uh, no, not no more. Kyle I think Lowry's Mike Conley contract the shit. Kyle Lowry has. Uh, I would definitely say Kyle Lowry has one of the worst contracts. Right uh now, UK Julius Randle contract the shit. Kristaps Porzingis contract the shit. Like it is names that is 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 like Westbrook is a sexy name, but he's a you put that number on anybody else's, you put that number on anybody else's goddamn um that number on anybody else's his the the stats that he averaged, what he could do as a basketball player, you put that on any other player, you'll be talking about how they first all NBA or how they underrated. It's just because motherfuckers look at Westbrook as a, a as player. Did he make bad decisions this year? Yeah. But what he did, nigga, Bradley Bill would never see a fucking playoff berth or a playing berth last year if he went for Westbrook. I, well, I, and the bogus part is I think Bradley Bill was hurt and he didn't play in the playoffs last year. That was all Russ, like, if I recall correctly. Russ, Russ carry you give Russ a team that he can help and where his strength should be elevated. And that's anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's that's fucking anybody. That's 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 like you throw you throw Tyler Hero and you make him a legit one option on the team or even a two option. Guess what the fuck gonna happen? You know, like this is Bradley John Wall left Bradley Bill became a fucking all NBA scorer. <laughs> like this 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 is what happens. You throw Jalen Brown on the team. You throw Jalen Brown on the team. Um uh, 
you throw Jalen Brown on a team, hold on, this thing in the game just kind of pissed me off. You throw Jalen Brown on a team in which he can do what he got to do, looks amazing. Give Ben Simmons that Philadelphia team by himself, what happens? The Philadelphia team was cold. Wrong rookie of the year because of him. So, like, this is is it's sad to see what's happening. Like, real sad to see what's happening with my, my man. But, like, I don't think anything. Like, I don't think Westbrook is a bad player whatsoever. I don't think people people will say, oh, I would take such and such before him. I would take Fred Van Fleet before Westbrook. What the fuck Fred Van Fleet doing in, in, in Toronto? They did get to the playoffs. <laughs> Nigga, what happened to him? Smacked. They, they stole the game, the center, right? <laughs> Maybe, let me shut up. But no, nah, but uh, but no, nah, like even in like player to player, I'm not taking Red Fin Fleet over Russ. No, no, I'm not. No, like I love. I, it was I respect people it. saying that Russ is not going to make the Hall of Fame off of this season alone. Yeah, people's like, doing way. Yeah. Now I will say people are doing way too much. Like in turn, okay, if you just want to say like in terms of like some Laker fans, if they, they want him off solely because they know he don't fit. But it is some who give him his respect, saying he's still a great player, good player. It's just nigga don't fit. But if you now as people outright saying like, oh yeah, so and so bad. I'm like, player to player, no. Like Russ is still arguably can still be a top five level point guard in this league, in this league in the right situation. Keyword in the right situation, and it's fucked up. We do have to say that with him now, but. In the right situation, Russ can still be a I top five player. That is that is messed up because some players just they they have to they're they're at some point they just become kind of like system players. There's nothing wrong with being a system player. Russ is one of those players so, who ha- kind of has to be the system. But, he has um, to he put Russ on New York with RJ Barrett with Donovan Mitchell playoff team for sure. A really good looking. Yo, we really, team. yo. I just realized that we really talked about Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks and did not mention RJ Barrett at all. That's wild as fuck. But let's go. <laughs> like, but you put Russ on that. You you put Russ on that team. Period. You look at a you even right now when they don't have you look at somebody who can play make at a decent level, facilitate at a high level. You facilitate the ball. You don't get you don't get Julius Randle in his spots. Julius Randle is going to get in his spots. You don't have to worry about that. There's so many things that's going to happen with Westbrook on that team, and it's going to be. No, I'm not campaigning for for Westbrook to be the next goat. <laughs> like I'm not campaigning for Westbrook to sign the extension with Nova. Of course, he's going to after this contract is over after this year. Of course, you're going to get a couple one and one plus ones, or probably some mid level exceptions. Just because the media perception of him is shit, but like, man, you put put that thing on Utah right now, straight up switching with Mike Conley, they'll do better without him. They'll do better. Like, it's just what it's kind of bogus, but it's what what him being in LA fucked a lot of shit up for him. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Like, we're not talking about a, like a John Wall level player. <laughs> like. This is not like what what the fuck John Wall is. It's man, it's bad, bro. Yeah, but we'll see where things go. Russ, like I said, the only way he's leaving is at the moment if Kyrie, the Kyrie West trade happens down the line. But it has been reported that Russ has had talked to Bron and AD 
to in hopes of being like, hey, if you still here by training camp, my brother, we still got to find a way to make this work. And I, at least to me, because especially after niggas made a big deal about LeBron and him being at the same summer league game. And sitting bro, like that's so first. stupid, man. <laughs> that's oh, like, like, summer league games, though. So what? I like, bro, like, it's not like, if it'd be one thing if, like, both were clutch. Kyrie was there. It, no, Kyrie wasn't at that game, no. It was a different game. But it'd be one thing if they were both clutch and they were both at the game and didn't say shit or wasn't nowhere near each other. But we know how LeBron is. He's going to be with clutch niggas, and it is what it is. And Russ ain't all about being uh, ha, 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 he, 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 just because we're teammates and shit, regardless how the season went. Right. So it like that's not Russ. <laughs> like literally, it is what it is when it comes to that. But Knicks did the most with that. But the fact that they did communicate, being reported that they communicated with each other, it's just like, look, it is what it is. Is LeBron campaigning hard for Kyrie? I'm pretty the fuck he is. But he knows And then you can't even flat you can't you can't flag that if you rush bro. You can't flag that if you are a uh, a uh, uh, out person on the outside looking in. Kyrie becomes available. You go for it. Exactly. It's few teams who can't Especially use if it's Kyrie. a better fit. Like, it's just... <laughs> you, just better fit. you just gotta hold that shit. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. And even, like, say, like, it's rumored that the Spurs might be allegedly part of this deal of and that they'll take Russ contract. Shit! Go ahead and let Pop fix you, G. He did it with the it Rosen. It makes sense, even though he they have a history of saying we don't we don't negotiate with the Lakers at all. But at this point, they in a rebuild state, so it's like, like it don't really matter. What you can get, take some salary off, and literally let Pop sit there, give Russ a year, and be like, hey, look, bro, give me just just drop them turnovers to three point five, and we good, G. Look, you're gonna get the ball. You're gonna get your touches. You saw what I did with Demar. He got ninety. I don't know. I forgot how much the Bulls got. I think ninety mil. He got ninety mil. I, let me help you, help you, and move on from that. Just, just tank enough so I can get that seven foot five nigga from France. But <laughs> point being, like, it wouldn't hurt if he do go to Spurs or wherever he do go. It is what it is. I don't really care. But is any situation is better than the Lakers at this is, point. For him, Russ, say yeah, for it him. is. But. Also, based on the shit that I'm hearing from the way how Darvin Ham wants to use him, it's weird because it sounds like he's telling him, like, look, nigga, you're going to do some cutting. You're going to cut some screens. And with LeBron out on the court, yeah, you get to touch the fucking ball. <laughs> That's what it just sounds like to me. But I'm happy at least Darvin Ham is saying, like, look, well, he's based tried. on who's on his roster, this is what I need this nigga to do. And he's openly saying, I'm talking to the nigga. So it's like, in his mind... I have to find a way to make this work because ain't no guarantee who if who if anything happens by training camp or by the time the regular season starts. He has to go in like I have to have a game plan going to day one of training camp. And his day one of training camp, mine, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and A D is gonna be on this roster and I gotta find a way to make this shit work. Or my black ass is gonna be they gonna have a, a, a fire on my black ass by fucking December. So it is what it is. So, but it is what it is with that. Um, go ahead, and move on. Uh, oh, LeBron in the Drew League. Um, that was a sight. 
honestly, um, in a very cool. surprise. Shout out to LeBron very for doing light that. Work. Um, LeBron hasn't made a Drew League appearance since the lockout year, and almost everybody, <laughs> all the players are just going everywhere around that time frame just to hoop. Um, so get ready to see that in a couple of years. Um, but fun. It's gonna be plenty of fun. So enjoy that lockout. Uh, that lockout we're about to get. It's gonna be beautiful, G. Uh, but um, shout out to LeBron do make it, for making that appearance. Um, it's dope to see like all time, like legit, like top ten all time level players do that. Like even I wouldn't just put top ten, but top twenty all time level players just doing that. And LeBron's like legit a generational type player making these type of appearances. He doesn't need to pop up. He could sat his ass down. Been to Bronny's game, AU games, or Bryce AU games, and sipped on wine. But literally, the man sat there and said, "All right, I'm about to go hoop, hoop up, uh, hoop up FedEx employees, and and play some basketball." G. So shout out to LeBron. Uh, it's still funny as hell seeing the dude who literally got his uh, got curb stomped by LeBron <laughs> sit there and say, "Look, at the end of the day, <laughs> it is what it is." I I got said, after every moon. two points LeBron James made, I made one. I was like, I'm true. Like, <laughs> it'd be bad. I went out like I just take it as a great opportunity to play with an NBA yeah. player, but I wouldn't put no stock in LeBron James playing a Julie game. And if him and DeMar DeRozan really want to fuck y'all up, y'all are reals and be hurting and shit like that. Because right, they were trying of to come times, at DeMar like he didn't do nothing. DeMar <laughs> still had 30, I think. <laughs> Literally, NBA players pop up Julie for fun just to sit there and get shit off. Niggas taking half court shots. He was entertaining the crowd. Exactly. That's all it was. And then started off doing straight fadeaways. He's normal shit. So, but overall, (laughs) it was was more of the moment. Like, it's like as if if Kobe was still here, I'm pretty sure he would just make, do some random shit like that and just pop up in Drew League. Like, and that's the purpose of like stuff like that. It's like, it's open, it's dang near like a, elite level open court where it's just like hey let one of the greats walk in it's like oh shit like Harden does it all the time Harden, Harden I think is a Drew League regular we just don't make a yeah. big deal out of it because he's always there it's a he's difference either playing or sometimes he just be sitting courtside exactly like he's a regular like Baron Davis back uh, when he used to play was a Drew League regular so it's but it's like it's dope when you see like LeBron's pop up KD pop up it will be crazy if Steph popped up because <laughs> it would be hilarious if Steph made a pop-up of the Drew Lee because literally he's popping half-court threes at least 10 times and might yep. hit him. I know Steph is pretty shit when you ask him to hit a half-court shot. I know. When you ask him. Yeah, probably, but it would be hilarious to see him just do it at the Drew League and then just watch the crowd go nuts because even him attempting it, but also if it goes in. That, like that would be a show, like shit like that, and that's the purpose of it. And plus, it's it's, it's great for not just the M- it's not even just great for the NBA, but that's that's basketball culture. Like it's so ba- the culture of basketball in general. Like it's yeah, like that's a W for basketball culture. Like it, it's a W. There's been a minute since we've had something like that, as far as a, a spectacle like this. Yeah, like if it was just Demar, we wouldn't really care. Demar like, was there last week. Like DeMar might pop up one more time, but like LeBron is like, oh man, like NBA had to get the live stream. <laughs> the NBA said oh, that live stream is everywhere. 
Yeah, like, but exactly, but exactly, but you, the NBA app had the live stream of LeBron mm-hmm. specifically. Like, we wasn't going to get a live stream, which is just Demar. We wasn't. We'll find it on YouTube, just chilling. So, but yeah, but shout out to that. It was a great moment in, great moment in time. It was something good to see over the uh, last weekend as well, just to watch and just enjoy. So that's what it was. It's something nice and good to enjoy. Um, but. For most people, some people <laughs> always got to find a reason to hate. Like Skip Bayless, tired ass. That, nigga that man really analyzed a, a Julie game, G. Like, go fuck your wife or something. Look, man, that was uh, he. <laughs> he replied. He he made a whole topic on his podcast. I saw this on Twitter. I will never listen to a Skip Bayless podcast. Except that he, clip with, he with put Steve a whole. He talked about a clutch points post about how he didn't actually talk about LeBron the most out of all the people he talked about. <laughs> like he said, he talked about the Cowboys more than he talked about LeBron. <laughs> no, he ain't lying about that. I would say this. It's but LeBron is number two, <laughs> easily. All right, you still talk about him too much. So it's like, come it's on, crazy. Man. Like we like you compared the the love the 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 team that you love, which is the Cowboys, to the nigga that you antagonize. Like bro, they go hand to hand. <laughs> like bro. So, but yeah. So, um, that's it for basketball. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it for basketball. Oh, when is that? Um, when is that? Uh, that Showtime doc. Uh, come out about uh, New York bat uh, like the New York basketball uh, point guards and shit. I could look that up real quick. I uh, think it's supposed to come out at the end of this month. I, I don't think. even have Showtime, so if you have a Showtime account and you want to share it to any of us, let us know. We'll watch it. Um, let's see. We'll find York. it on alleged streams. Okay. Good luck finding. Some, well, we're gonna need some torrents for that, bro. Allegedly, New York point guard. Showtime documentary. Oh, point guards. Um, next Friday. Yeah, that's next Sometimes. Friday. Oh, Kevin Durant produced it. Shout out to him doing some, having something to do. But yeah, uh, yeah, that comes out next Friday. So if we somehow get a Showtime account login, we'll watch and we'll probably talk about it. We'll talk about fucking. Earl the Goat, Man of Goat, and his cocaine habit, um, and shit like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, but that's it for basketball. NBA is really slow right now. If now we will have a, I will consider a breaking news pod if KD does get traded. That would be considered a breaking news pod. We will probably record that night and we'll talk about it. But other than that, NBA wise, we'll give you something. I'm. There's content we could talk about. Like I said, we got the that document we could do. Um, also, like I do, I'm looking up finding a couple of uh, notable moments that we can talk about, and I'm thinking of a, we need to come up with a list to uh, do as well. So mm-hmm. we have a couple of things in mind. So it's not going to be all dead on basketball-wise, so just be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. If you're just watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you uh, listen to the stream on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, make sure you like, comment. I mean, uh, subscribe, follow, whichever one it is. We appreciate the support. Share our content. 
all greatly appreciated. Um, so stay tuned. If you listen to us on audio, stay tuned for the wrestling portion. If you uh, on the YouTube side, be on the lookout for the uh, wrestling half as well. So, in which will be only be me and Tyler because once again, Daytrail hates wrestling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's a big three or no? I'm gonna put it this way: he's if if it's not in a stadium, he's not watching it. <laughs> if it's not yes, in the stadium, he's not watching. I'll so. tune in for SummerSlam. Yep. You know so he'll be he'll be on the SummerSlam recap. He'll be part of the recap for SummerSlam. But other than that, you won't like you won't see Daytrail on the preview. Fuck that. So, but you'll see him next episode for wrestling. But with that said. Stay tuned or peace. Adios. Peace. Hey, Chris, before I dip out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to go. Like, I'm just trying to go. Um. Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't want to catch me outside. Lacing no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. They can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Alright, now we back. If you watching us on YouTube, this is the wrestling portion of Threes from the Ring podcast. If you listen to the audio in, we're back from a slight little break. For the wrestling portion, Daytrail's gone. <laughs> it's just me and Tyler. Daytrail will be on the next wrestling episode portion of Threes from the Ring because we're we have a big stadium pay per view. That De- honestly, Daytrail is gonna watch a lot. Daytrail has to watch SummerSlam. You gotta watch three straight. Yeah, because it's SummerSlam, SummerSlam, the uh, Clash, Clash at the, the Castle, Castle, and uh, Blood, Blood Money. Money. Yep, Blood all three stadiums. And I, did they announce where Survivor Series is going to be at? Or that's an arena? I think Survivor uh, Series is I, an arena. I think that's an arena. Survivor Series is probably going to be an arena. But it might be, depending on where it's at, it could be one of the bigger arenas that's kind of stadium. Yeah, because like I know. Yeah, because around that time of Survivor Series, they're doing a lot of big arena shows. Because that's around the time where they, I know they're going to do United Center in October. Save your money. Yeah, that's the <laughs> so one we got to go to. Yeah, like, regardless, I'm going. I don't care. I I have not been to a WWE to to event since they came start touring again last year. So we got to be all out is actually supposed to be here again too, but that's going to be in some unknown ass arena, probably. But yeah, north, so northwest suburbs or something like that. It's gonna be Rosemont. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's gonna be Rosemont. Um, but yeah, we're here. We got SummerSlam to talk about. WWE things to talk about. AEW's been doing things, whether it's ass, hot ass, or slightly good. So, not really that slightly good, though, but, you know. But, we're here. It's your boy, Chris J. Got the boy, Tyler. Make sure you like, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Streaming us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod. Make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button. Share the content. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, bro. You know the vibes. It's your boy Chris today. So, uh, let's go ahead and just get news out the way. Um, one of the bigger things, if you want a Vince McMahon update, we have nothing to say in regards to that besides the fact that that man needs to shut the hell up, stay off TV, and he's a nasty fuck. Plain and simple. It is what it is. And you guys better hope that nothing bad, if, if he gets bought, if he loses. His WWE shares. 
wrestling as a whole is going down the toilet. Plain Depending on who it goes to, because no, as no, long as it wrestling stays, as a whole is in the toilet, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm adamant about that. That's that's the that's the worst case scenario, guys. Like let's let's be let's be honest. Like if WWE goes down. They're not this industry is not they're not putting no money in the AEW like that. They're barely reaching the numbers that they're getting, you know, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, be on the come up and everything. WWE has branched out globally to the point where they can do what'd you say the other day, like an India tour or something like that, and they make all their bread in that in that one tour. They'll make, you know, multi millions in that one tour. That shit is over with for everybody else. Everybody exactly. that had a nobody chance else can do that. Like it's huh? like, gee, nobody else can do that. Like, Tony Khan can't. I don't think AEW has left the country yet. Could they? Possibly. But I don't. If like, anywhere, it's going to be Japan first. And even then. Even then, it's like, even it's then, only so much. They're not going to really have too much control in that. Exactly. And, like, like, you, like, I don't think their global ratings hit that good. And literally, I'm not a dweeb to check. So, so yeah, but. As a whole, with the Vince Man situation, he just needs to shut the hell up, bow down quietly, keep your founding license, and just shut up. Sick freak. Sending dick pics and shit. Gee, imagine if you're a diva and you got a dick pic from Vince and it's just like, huh? <laughs> like, huh? What the fuck is this? Sick, I didn't know. Uh, it's one in my contract, dude. <laughs> like, gee, that's, that's a sick. Man, it's a sicko. But, uh,. Why they do follow me on freaking weirdo? Speaking of weirdo, people just run. You know, you get like, gee, you, you, like you know who that person is, and you know that dude was a weirdo in the lane, and it's like, bro, why are you following me? That's just what happens. I just start blocking people. I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> you just sit there and be like, all right, gee. But anyway, so, uh, so that's that. Um, luckily things has been reasonably slow in terms of new, like it's well, in terms of that not toxic. Yeah. Not nothing toxic. Let's put it that way. Um, that just we are. Let's just stick to the AEW, and then we'll go our way to WWE. So, uh, AEW side of things, uh, the biggest news is that Kenny Omega is rumored to be returning soon. Kenny Omega it uh, is one of their biggest stars, um, one of the biggest indie faces of wrestling, non WWE talent you can get. So, him coming back is huge because. Just when I do watch AEW, when I do watch Dynamite, that star power is really much lacking. It's it, as much flack as we give CM Punk. You're missing that. You're missing that. As much as literally as much as I want Daniel Bryan to not wrestle ever again. Kind of miss seeing Daniel Bryan. John Moxley's a vibe, but at the same time, he isn't them. <laughs> it's just he's not them. Um, Chris Jericho's old and washed. And he's stuck in a in a thing with Eddie Kingston, and we and at this point, I don't know if MJF it told is MJF really told them to kiss his ass until his contract runs out. So, all that being said, they don't have a lot of star power. They lack him right now. Big. So it's like, so it would be huge for Kenny Omega to come back, um, come back and just be involved in the product. Um, once again, I just really do help, hope that his health is really together. And also Tony Khan as a booker and owner of this company takes these people's health a lot more serious. No man should be wrestling with vertigo. 
Not Especially guys people. that you know that have a, a serious injury history. And that should be, you know, top priority of like, hey, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. The end of it. Exactly. Like, you have to take your talent and health a lot more serious, especially if, if you want them to cons- con- consistently work the style that they do work. Like, a fast-paced, a lot of deathmatch styles, extreme spot-heavy. Take care of your talent, bro. That's all I ask for. So, but it'll be good to see Kenny Omega back, though. Um, it's rumored that he would be involved in a, a promo. I mean, a, a trio. A trio match But the issue is this. The, the trio that he that is already, supposed though? No. They were tr- they were on the verge to, and then Kenny Omega took time off. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they were on the verge. It was like it was being teased. But um, but the issue is clearly yes we have the young bucks and um the young bucks and Kenny Omega the elite and then you have the undisputed elite which is involves of course Adam Cole Bobby I mean Bobby Fish and uh Kyle O'Reilly issue being the undisputed niggas are hurt hurt <laughs> all three <laughs> all three Bobby Fish. We, he gets hurt just by looking up, looking himself in the mirror. He gets hurt. So that's a whole different story. Kyle O'Reilly has some type of injury that they have yet to disclose. Um, and then we, and then unfortunately, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole has been working hurt for a while. From he's been said. working Plus hurt. He got he, hurt at the he, last pay per view. Exactly. Like supposedly he had a concussion before that, plus a shoulder injury, and then he suffered another concussion. And I think re-aggravated the shoulder in in the uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view, so he is badly injured, and he hasn't been on TV since Forbidden Door, which is good. But my point being is, are they are the three of those guys are going to be healthy by all in? That's the huge question. If they're that's not healthy, potentially your your biggest your marquee match right there. That would be one of your that that would be one of your one of your marquee matches easily like that's one of it so leaves me with the question of (laughs) if this is your plan because literally they took the belts off the young bucks clearly we saw that so it's a sign that okay omega should be back the issue is you still have to get back in teasing because i don't even think the young bucks o'reilly and adam cole and them even interacted much since Omega left to the point yeah. where it's like you continue teasing besides like the moment where like the Young Bucks and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish uh, were going back and forth over the belts, uh, but it involved another team. But even then, that was just more, it looked like more in the spirit of competition instead of we don't get along. <laughs> right. So it's going to be interesting to see where things go really is um but that show does need kenny omega they do need need him they need that star power on that show they need his they need what he brings to that show it is missed it is very much missed um so shout out to them uh in terms of what's going on tv product wise um i really hate the fact with that what they're doing with John Moxley's interim title reign. 
It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's... you you had a whole opportunity where you could have had the Brody King winning that battle royal thing. Still stupid, but that could have led to down the line. You we Moxley going back and forth with the House of Black. And then right, because really that should be Alistair in that spot. He's the leader of the faction. So yeah, that's, but it's like I ain't tripping like on sex. like yeah. That's why I said, but it could have led like okay, he beat Brody King, and then but let's just say him and Alistair have a moment engage. We could have saw that. You could have had that going off and on until you could have got somebody else. Because especially because Alistair isn't doing nothing. At all, so it's like, gee, okay. And then it's just, I don't even. And then right now, I think he, him, and Willie you to just beat up the best friends this past week. Fuck the best friends, unless and then based on how that situation went, Orange Cassidy looked like he's about to fight Moxie for the belt next. The way, just the way this what was teased to me, what I was when I wasn't paying attention, but was paying attention. So, yeah, <laughs> that's and look, look, I don't know, but um, sure, like yeah. that, that kind of I, I, I'll be honest, it's stuff like that that kind of makes me not tune in, like I really because I want to, I want to tune in more, I've been trying to, but it's stuff like that where it's, it's like a chore, you do so much inconsistent, shit. it's like it's a, right, it's like a chore trying to keep up with the shit, yeah, it's it really comes off as a chore, and then. They really fucked up Warlow's push. <laughs> Just keep it G. Oh my god. It's like, bro, like, how did you mess that up? Like you literally you've been building this man up. Regardless of the MJF situation, he's past that because he beat his ass. He already. beat his ass. Now he technically you, you rid of him, him off enough TV. He's over his fuck. You put the TNT belt on him, but and now you don't you're not putting him up against nobody. He's literally dwindled quick. He had something going on. Like once he the Scorpio Sky thing was like, okay, cool. And also, I got something to say once we get to uh, that. Um, well, who are the current tag champs are? But they really screwed that over fast because I don't even think he's feuding with anybody of significance. Um, you could have threw Miro back at him or something. Yeah, you got Miro focused on the. the, the I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Pac on TV since he won it. Won that transatlantic belt once again, which is proof he's been doing he indie shows. Which is why you should have put it on a guy who's going to be on TV. You resign Miro. You can, still, you can, you can put him. him on TV. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's they, they're just so weird with the stuff that they do. It's like, like I get your point about Miro, even though I wanted Pac to win. I'm glad that he won. But, but I saw your like, point though because he, the nigga, he ain't been on TV like that. He, I don't think he's been on TV since he's won the belt. But Miro is currently feuding with the guy who prevented him from winning if that if i if i'm correct so even with that that's stupid because you could have just put the belt on him and went from there so that's frustrating because and then like now it's just i don't even know who who or what this man is going on and then cesaro you sign him just so he can probably like he's about to take the belt off uh jonathan gresham uh the ring of honor champ Feel bad for the man because he's about to get swung like a goddamn toy uh, <laughs> in uh, in that ROH pay per view. So that's gonna be nasty business in itself. 
But yeah, it's like I, it's like just opportunities are being wasted. Like you're like yes, it's always about to have a world title. It's the Ring of Honor belt, bro. No offense, but Tony Khan don't even really feature them on TV. All right, it would have made more sense if you would have been having them on TV consistently and really building, you know, more. Because Jonathan Gresham is on TV a little, a lot more than, you know, most of them, but that's because he has the belt. Yeah. So once he don't have the belt, it's like, okay, and then, but you still have to work around it. Like, it, but yeah, that, it's just frustrating. And then the, isn't he still on Impact a lot too? I think. I got to know. That's, I the, think that's the last place I watched him. Personally, but that's another issue in itself. Um, because they still work, some of them are still working three freaking companies, major, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just it's just too inconsistent for for certain people to be in the in the situations that they're in, yeah. So, but we'll see where things go in regards to that. Um, then by what so. As but yeah, Warlow's just kind of fucked, unfortunately. Hopefully, they figure something out for him. But then now, tag team scene. Shout out to Keith Lee and Swerve. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I was happy to see if they got. The I'm belt. happy for him. I'm really dead ass happy for him. Shout out to them brothers. But this goes back to my theory that. Tony Khan only allows one, or in this case, two, black males to hold the belt, hold a specific title. Since the tag belts are considered tag team, as in they are counted as one Negro of kind. So, (laughs) the moment I guess he realized, oh, I just took the belt off Scorpio Sky. That's what's up. Hey. Alright, so we're gonna put the young young bucks. Y'all y'all really don't need the belts. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, niggas. Keith and Swerve, niggas. Somebody gonna take it. They gonna look, we're gonna we're gonna put the tag belts on some niggas. We haven't done it yet. That's literally we haven't put the tag belts on niggas yet. Is so they did the right thing. I'm not mad at them. You did the right thing. <laughs> And I'm not mad. I would have preferred, to me, at the time, I would have rather seen Hobbs and Hobbs and Starks win the tag belts because I feel like I would have enjoyed seeing Swerve and Keith Lee and them go back and forth until going into All In. That out because I really like the program that they've been having off and on. But I guess, yeah. um, but yeah, but I'm not mad at Keith and Swerve because literally. They're the they're the stronger household names, based on your fan base, and clearly, like as we've seen off the past couple of weeks, or at least I've seen the past couple of weeks, they get a lot of love for. It. And I'm once again, I'm happy for them. Still think they're both being misused and shouldn't be a tag team, but it is what it is. It's probably they're the black. safest place for them, considering they don't they're not doing anything. Because let's say they put them. They put both of them in the mid card scenes with the Atlantic title and the, uh, or the, TNT. And the TNT title. It'd be the same shit. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think the black person needs to hold transatlantic belt because when we think of transatlantic, we think of transatlantic slavery trade. That belt is not made for niggas. Ah, yeah. 
<laughs> Stay woke. I did <laughs> not woke. think about that at all. <laughs> Stay woke. Stay woke, G. Like that belt is not made. That's an HR. Black that's an HR problem waiting to happen. <laughs> Literally, like I would be happy if a black man would hold that belt, but I will hope that man is. If he's African, it's gonna be worse. <laughs> it's gonna be worse. It's gonna be worse. But um, <laughs> that's fucked up. It is. <laughs> it really is. But even but, with the team T title, it's like that belt is just, cursed. It's just in, inconsistency is the word that constantly comes to my mind. That belt is cursed. I think that belt is cursed. Like think about all the people that held that belt. Kobe. It don't matter what color they change it to. It don't. It ain't doing shit for nobody. Yeah, I know. But think of all the people that held that belt. Cody. Cody. Sammy Guevara. It's Miro. Miro. Well, Miro's probably the best one. But the moment it got to Cody or back to Cody and Sammy, that belt has been cursed. Honestly, it's cursed with Miro because literally Miro got hurt. Yeah, I think everybody has suffered some type of injury. Injury or belt. literally shit just went downhill for them after they got that belt. It's weird. So, yeah. Like, it's just like, so me personally, I just feel like but yeah, but Back to the point being, like, I'm happy for him, but it's just Tony Khan think he's slick by literally, like, only only one title can be held by black males at a time. <laughs> literally, one title can be held by black males at a time. And he think, you ain't fooling me. You're not. Especially, I think he also realized, oh, wait, Jonathan Gresham, even though I, Ring of Honor is different, can't have no nigga hold that belt. <laughs> it's too many. <laughs> It's too many of them. It's too many of them. Like, bro, I just, I just got it. What you mean? <laughs> too bad. Claudio's belt. You transitional. That's what you're going to be. It's Claudio's belt. Man. I signed Claudio. He got to have a belt. <laughs> that Claudio, I, I swear to you, I, 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 I would love to know what, how much Cesaro Claudio is getting. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's going to make MJF even more irate. I'm sure he showed he's irate off the side. He's like, oh, great. Here's another one. <laughs> Here's another Look at one. this shit here. <laughs> he's like, and on top of this one, fucking was it? This one freaking beat Seth Rollins at Mania. He's won at Mania. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you got to yeah, give him back. That's why I'm like, gee, Cesaro got a bag just to be a Meanwhile, I got to pay for my own chips off the vending machine. <laughs> Exactly. Probably got to pay for his own catering fee. He got to put a twenty dollar down payment. Okay. Yeah, them put that plate. That plate you got there is ten dollars. What's up with that? Huh? <laughs> oh, I might low key. I should name this AEW versus got a guy to pay for the catering. <laughs> but yeah, but overall, I'm happy for Swerve and uh, Keith Lee. Um, Keith Lee, I'm sorry, bro, but you're 40 years old. You can't be popping up on TV with a Sasuke hoodie on, bro. Now, yes, I'm an anime fan, but Keith Lee's almost 40. I'm almost 30. But point being, if I'm if I'm going to a if I'm on TV or something very public, unless it's involved in Black Otaku's related. Or I'm just chilling, vibing. But if I'm going somewhere where it's like, oh yeah, cameras are on me, I'm not. Once again, unless it's Black Otaku's related, I'm not wearing anime shirts. <laughs> uh, 
Like, bro, if you don't put on that goddamn limitless freaking hoodie on, nigga. Fuck you right, on. that's his. That's his. Uh, his merch Where your right shit? there. <laughs> Where your fucking merch? Um, but it is what it is. But I'm happy for him. Uh, this past Wednesday, um, Kevin Gates. I don't know why they chose to acknowledge Kevin Gates when the two niggas are on TV. And they did it twice, by the way, because Jermaine Dupree was there when it involved Jade. But. He sure was. I forgot about that. And for one, Jermaine Dupree, yes, is one is a very successful, one of the most successful pioneers in terms of black culture, rap. He, he, he bagged Janet Jackson. Legend. Super Legend. underrated feet. Very underrated feet, G. Bagged her. And I think they back together even after she left, had a kid. Because I guess she was like, I don't want a kid with this ugly nigga. And still, I think she went back to the man. I believe they're yep. currently dating. It's literally like damn near like right after. Literally. Like, I think they're back together, if, if I recall correctly. Point being, though. But the Kevin Gates one was probably the most filthy because you kept reference Kevin Gates as a international rap superstar. Now Kevin Gates international should not be in the same sentence. Superstar we got him should not be used with sentence. with Flo Rida. At least he's international. International, yes. In terms of numbers, Flo Rida is a superstar in terms of pure numbers. But to call Kevin Gates international and superstar before and after said name is some dumb shit. Real dumb shit right there. I'm keeping it G real. That's just some dumb shit. So, then, fast forward, it's just a dick eating. I'm like, bro, his eye ain't that fire. He's in the news for wrong reasons because literally niggas have been slandering with uh with the Young Miami uh podcast he did because it's just like, bro, you look, you, you look and sound stupid. And then you also you're a notorious butt muncher. And you're, now and you diapers. sound like a cuck. No, in a stud. I'm sorry for you. I'm I'm sorry for my language. A stud took your wife, ex-wife. Yeah, the whole. And you head. complained and made a diss record, and you look like to make yourself look bad. No, no. Wait, hey, Westside Gun, can't, Westside Gun, or Griselda can't even get that type of acknowledgement. Sad. Sad. Westside gonna be at all the shows, all the shows, and he and he can't even get that, bro. He was there from the jump too. Always, like at least at least WWE like gives while they did a did did one of the biggest superstars a song. He's he has NXT's theme song. Come on now, bro. Do better. Love yourselves. Kevin ain't saying it, but uh, it was funny seeing him uh, punch. That was Tony Nese or Mark Sterling. I think it was Tony Nese. Tony Nese. Yeah, he punched Tony Nese. And also, if Tony Nese and Mark Sterling is going to be the guy there uh, swerving Lee's first feud, you guys could have picked way better options. G. You could have just gave us Hobbs and Starks, G. I it really should that. be them because they, they technically wouldn't be finished. Yeah, like, to me, I'm like, because now Starks is about you to could just build that all the way up to the pay-per-view. Yeah, and he, but now Starks look like he's about to have something going on with Dan Housen. Lord knows what's going on with Hobbs. I guess they realized that they black person quota, so it's like, all right. <laughs> so, so one of y'all got to sit out this week, right at the bench. 
Stark's got a belt, so <laughs> and they don't really and I don't count Ricky I don't count Ricky Stark's belt because it's not a real AEW or Ring of Honor belt. That was a belt that Taz gave him. So Yeah. Speaking of Taz, where's his son been at? He, he had a he was working with Dan Housen and then out of nowhere he just stopped being on TV. Like he'll pop up randomly. That's it. But he's still really green, so he need like but it's yeah. like give him those reps. Uh but yeah. Oh, Jade. Um so I don't like how you people form this to give context. So Jade has been undefeated for over five hundred days. That goofy mug, and this is why I call him Goofy. This is y'all see. This is why I call that man a fucking Goofy. Sean Rossap on a tweet. Hey, Jade is close to passing Goldberg's uh, undefeated streak in terms of days, and I mean in terms of how long she's been undefeated. Not in terms of the streak itself, because Goldberg was what two hundred something before he lost. So, <laughs> and I'm watching it right now, WCW. And the funny thing, no, nah, let, me, let me say this real quick. Quick side note. As I'm watching, I'm on 98 WCW. Goldberg has the heavyweight title. But within a week, I feel like it was a week because I don't know whether I either I took a nap on it or not. I don't remember. But he beat Hogan and became 100, 108 and zero. The next week, they said 120 and zero. <laughs> the math, see, yeah, we math. Need to, we need to speed this streak up. <laughs> They're like, oh no, y'all added numbers. <laughs> like, unless, like, literally, I might have to research and see because maybe I was tweaking. Because I understand if you want to count house shows, WCW was also doing three shows, three TV shows. They were doing Nitro. They Thunder. counted his house. They counted the house shows. They probably might count the house shows. They have to because there's no way within a week he he gets. 12 more wins in a nah. week. So, yeah. That's Even with the house shows, it's probably, it can't be that, that, that that's, why, that's why the math ain't math. That's why I'm like, even, I think even the point, that I think the even announcers are like, I don't think you're right with the number. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, who cares? <laughs> like, what that was hell? probably Hogan like, yeah, we're going to have to speed this undefeated shit up. Because he done beat me. You make an NBO, NWO look bad. Yeah, but anyway, but, uh, but yeah, but Jade, I think, is approaching the amount of days she's of undefeated, which uh, I forgot what the exact number is, but it's 500 something. 500 which is, something. But which led to a bunch of chaos. <laughs> Sean Rossap just threw the fact out there, made Jade deactivate her Twitter. And unfortunately, um, because wrestling fans are so fucking pathetic, they did the most, which for one, I would more attack the fact that Sean Ross sapped than Jade because it's not like Jade is out here saying, oh, I'm about to pass Goldberg, y'all. Y'all know the vibes. No, right, she, she didn't even bring it up. She just says, like, I'm still undefeated. Like, she says, I'm 33 and old. Woo, out the bam, boom, wop, wop, wop. So it's not like she's talking about the amount of days she's been undefeated. Because, yes, Jade has only worked 33 matches compared to as of what I'm at on WCW. Well, let's just say all together, Goldberg was probably what two hundred and oh. <laughs> so, while working not as many matches as Goldberg. So, with all that being said, it's unfair to pull that out. But also, even if you tried to say Oscar when she was undefeated for a long time, 
that would have been a way worse because you would have had people with freaking Japanese characters on your ass. But once again, wrestling fan base is a very are very horrible people. Racist people on top of that. So Jade, I understand. Totally do. You did what was right for you. Glad that Instagram is safe. <laughs> Glad that Instagram is safe. It's all good, you know. But with all that being said though, um but yeah, it is just stop antagonizing people, please. Just please stop doing that shit. This, yeah, y'all you, doing you coming for the wrong people. Exactly, like the niggas you need to antagonize. You don't say shit to them. Mm-hmm. You don't say shit to Meltzer goofy ass. You don't say shit to Jim Cornette goofy ass. Mm-hmm. Like just stop. Do better. Literally, just do fucking better. Um, but that's really in terms of AEW side. We gave you guys thirty minutes of AEW talk. Um, let's go to WWE side of things. Um, other big where it's actually been kind of fun recently. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's been slightly better TV. Like it's been slightly better. Um, it's getting there, but um, yeah. So, um, SummerSlam is in two weeks exact. Well, next, not this upcoming side, but next Saturday. So Mm -hmm. we will just go ahead and preview it. Even though I think they might add one or two more matches, but. We'll see where things go, but um, news in regard. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, recent other news besides that sick man, um, uh, oh, Clash of the Castles almost sold out. I believe they are either ten thousand away from ten thousand tickets away from selling out, which is, and they still have a month and a half of promo to go, so that's really good. They're gonna be gone probably by that that week after SummerSlam. Yeah. Because they usually give, like, discount when they, when, I've noticed when they got, like, multiple pay-per-views in a row, they start giving discounts, like, right after that, that yeah. pay-per-view. And then also the card is going to be a little bit more clear, because, like, because it is rumored that uh, Tyson Fury might be there. If Tyson Fury appears, that's, that's going to set, that's, that's, like, literally, that's, that's one of the biggest European celebrities you have. There you go. Once you once it's confirmed that it's Drew versus Roman, that's more money. Are like the more you confirm the card, the smooth like the more money. And like literally, if the fact it's almost sold out solely because of the fact that it is a stadium show in London is a huge deal. So it's been a minute. Yeah, so that's dope in its own way. So it's gonna sell out um guaranteed or at least like You'll just throw some random win a contest tickets out to get people fill in the rest, but that's really dope. Um, but any other things? So uh, things that's just been happening. Um, pretty much at this point is n- look. All I'm say is this: niggas is on theory's ass and it's confirming what I've been telling y'all. That man is not going to get a successful cash in. People was either gonna keep whooping his ass, or it's gonna get to a point where Roman just beats his ass, and he unsuccessfully cashes in, and y'all overreacting. But but hey, I told y'all, we are due for an unsuccessful cash in. It's just gonna happen that way. I told y'all. Yeah. I told y'all. But it's funny and it to doesn't hurt his ass to have an unsuccessful cash in, especially as as a heel, the way he comes off. 
it it doesn't hurt him at all. It it in some way or another is going to end up helping him in the long run. Exactly. But it's just funny here. Everybody just all him between Bobby, uh, Dolph Ziggler just appearing just on his ass. Don't like that nigga. <laughs> yeah, everybody just is on that man. Like they on his bumper. It's hilarious. So the Usos is gonna be on his ass, like it. Sammy, it's people who going who's on him. So it's it's a nice, it's something. It it kind of makes it a little refreshing because it's like, hey, bro, we don't want you to like, we don't want you to succeed. We don't. So it's like, now, I think this is the reaction that they want to get out of people. Yeah, and then also kind of boost his his heel thing, like the thing of just being a heel is just like, well, even, nobody wants you to succeed. And it's like, even the roster. It's one thing where, like, the fans don't want you to succeed, but even the roster don't want you to succeed. So it's like, it, it's a nice element to add. Yeah, it's a nice element to add. Um, So, yeah, that, um, pretty much Roman and Brock, like, it's guaranteed this is the final time, and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that they confirmed this is the final time. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, so shout if- out to that. I was gonna be, I was gonna be kind of pissed if we, you know, blood money pop up, Roman and Brock again, bro. We we not doing this again. We not Look, doing that. Play the yeah. game if you want to see Roman and Brock again. I don't want to see it no more. This is the last one. Yep. So I'm just glad that that's getting out the way. Um. Then on top of that, uh, what else has been going on main roster wise? Um. Champa is kind of aligned with the Miz. To yeah. some degree, so he probably yeah, ends up getting involved. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't. I think it's, it's definitely something to do. Yeah, uh, and I feel like they play off each other well, well as heels. Mm-hmm. I definitely think Champ is going to get involved with his uh, the Miz match with Logan Paul at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah that's a gimme. But also, it's like it gives Champ the opportunity because Miz is always going to be on TV, always. Yeah. Unless he's hurt, but like Miz is always gonna be on TV, so it gives Champa that look, and then even like, like he's all even even whatever Miz is gonna be involved in, Miz is not always gonna wrestle that person. Champa's gonna probably get those matches too, so get some that the work, put some on TV, develop something, whether Miz, whether he betrays Miz or vice versa. It's something to look forward to, so I'm happy to see that. Um, but yeah, what else? SmackDown um, wise, matter of fact, yeah, let's just go. No, matter of fact, before we do that, uh, Bianca, uh, Becky getting that rematch, yeah. So people been mad with that, and all I'm gonna say in regards to that is solely that we have to remember that somebody chose to not work their job. <laughs> And it screwed everything up. And then, unfortunately, I'm not going to say who those two people are. But then it don't help that when Bianca gets past that little issue, that Rhea Ripley suffers a injury um, and things keep seeming worse. Because I think I saw a picture of her with something around yeah, like, like a uh, monitor. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I... I prayers to her like genuinely prayers to her because like like that sucked the life out of a program for her um that was going to be really good for her so prayers to her hopefully she 
uh, uh, she's able to be back soon. But hey, I'm all about your health. Anything yeah, involving get, your health, as long as you're healthy. Anything involving your heart and your brain, take seriously. Very seriously. Very seriously, please. especially in pro wrestling, any sport, but especially in pro wrestling, involving your heart and brain, take very seriously. Um, so Bianca has literally had to. They, I'm pretty sure, creative has to literally kind of rehash certain rehash programs she's done already. Because literally, honestly, the same thing happened last year after because Bailey got hurt mm-hmm. when she was supposed to have that um that Iron Woman match, that Iron Man match with uh with Bailey last year, yep. and then I and think then, they replaced her with Carmella. Nope, they did not replace. Well, no, you remember she was supposed to fight Sasha. Sasha disappeared. Oh, yes, you were supposed to fight Sasha. And Sasha disappeared. And then Carmella popped up because Carmella is like, hey, I'm I'm willing to work. Don't eat. And shout out to Carmella. She's like, she's a very underrated worker, G. Like, I really came, like, especially this year, I really came to appreciate what she's she does. Because she, when she's like, asked, she, when she's called upon, she she delivers. So exactly. shout out to like, her. She don't mind being put in last-minute positions and making the most out of it. I will give her that. And even though she knows she's gonna get her ass kicked by Bianca, it's still decent. So, like, I'm gonna always give her that credit. But once again, it's just I feel bad for Bianca because it's like you, you, us as fans of her, and also as the black community, we want great things for her. But it's also like, dang, we was about to get her and Rhea Ripley. Rhea gets hurt. Oh. They were going to do a program with her and Naomi was going to fight? Cool. Sasha says, I don't want to fuck that shit. Naomi, we out of here. So, <laughs> and that gets fucked up. So, it's I feel bad for Bianca. Like, yeah, I feel bad for Bianca in a sense because, like, creative had to, hasn't had the best job trying to make her title reign look good. Yeah, because she's just been limited with opponents. Yeah, limited with opponents, meaningful opponents that could have led to some great matches and good just programs all together. But so when people send in like, why are we getting Becky again? They could have done something that accelerated a push with somebody like Dewdrop or something like that. All true. Yes, very Very true. true. But. At the same time, Becky is also going to a SummerSlam type pay per view. You want try to put it put her with somebody who's just as hot as she is, and Becky's that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Becky's that, and then also you could play off the story of like regardless. Yeah, Bianca got her win back on Becky at WrestleMania. She won the belt back. But also, SummerSlam is where she also lost in 26 seconds. And for Bianca, it's like, look, I already got, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the key reason for her, her downward spiral. spiral. Let me legit a, be the, begin, let me be the alpha and omega of her freaking downward spiral. I'm about to literally, like, you know what would be freaking crazy if Bianca outright 26 second Becky? I think to a Agree, something like that is gonna happen. It could I happen. It I wouldn't be shocked. It would be hilarious, but I wouldn't be shocked because it's like you—if you, you want to continue playing on the Becky is going literally downhill, that would be dope to do. So and you could have Bianca be like, 
I've I finished you off twice now. I'm not I'm not fighting you no more. This, exactly. this is done with. So yeah, like, but either or like or just Bianca just beating Becky again. Like literally, it's like yeah, kind of kind of puts a backseat on Bianca as well. But Bianca is so fucking huge. Like like she's still going to main event. She's been she's still been main eventing or been in meaningful programs regardless. Like her storylines still are like front faced in terms of story and she's just still one of the faces of the company. So it's like, hey, she's good regardless. But um but I just need people to chill. Like I get it. But it's like you gotta look at the circumstances that Bianca has gone through since she's won the belt. Like two of her opponents between Mania and SummerSlam, one walked off and one is one has uh health issues. Stuff out of her control, out of creative's control and makes creative's life a living hell. So but I'm but yeah, so that's that. Let's go ahead. Only and go thing through. I would say is after SummerSlam, they definitely they Mandy Rose gotta come up. Uh somebody they somebody else gotta come up too. They need some some more people for her to work with. I think Mandy Rose would make a lot of sense because she's already you know, this she's you know, she's proven she's proven with this the rebrand that she started off with last year, yeah. she's proven that she you know, she belongs in the conversation with one of the you know, the better uh women's workers in you know, in wrestling period right now. Yeah, I agree. She's done a good a great job with the NXT women's title, but it's nothing else that she can do with it. She's done all that she's she was supposed to do. So Yeah, she's done it all. But yeah, so we'll see where things go in regards to that. Um but yeah, let's go ahead and go over to SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown's still so tough to fucking watch. But shout out to Liv Morgan. Because uh, last time we recorded, uh, it's been a minute since we even recorded the wrestling portion. But shout out to Liv cashing in on uh, Ronda Rousey. She's getting her rematch against Ronda. Um, that program in itself has just been... Ugh. But we're going to see where things go. Um it's to be honest, I kind of would have rather they gave us a triple threat between her, Natty, and Ronda. I think Liv's. I think they. They don't. I don't think they take the belt off of Liv right away. I think no, she's they're not. Be no, hard. it's just going to be interesting how you're going to book Liv to win this match. Yeah, because yes, you can bring in a return in Charlotte. Yes, you can bring in a return in Bailey. You could bring in some whatever. It's going. My thing is, it's going to be. It's going to be funny and interesting on how you're going to tell me that Liv is going to retain her belt. and Because, like, if if you want to be real, let her beat Ronda clean. Yeah. Let her beat Ronda clean. If you want to be real, let her beat Ronda clean. Because I don't um, want, like, a dirty finish and then it leaves the door open for a third match. Because honestly, I, mean, I doubt it's well, going to be a third match. match. I highly doubt it. Um, mm, not, but, not third match. I meant to say second. But even I don't really want to see a second match after this one. Yeah. I, 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 doubt, I doubt that. But you, I hope they do put Liv in a position where she looks good. Because, like, yeah, Liv has been, wanted, been working her ass off. I'm happy for Liv. You got um, people she can face now. It was different with Ronda because, like, you pair Ronda with somebody any, and they kind of got to carry her. Yeah, and but even then, a lot of that roster was ass. So a lot of the SmackDown women roster still is the cheeks. But then also, let's just say the what the big what if here is 
It's the when is Charlotte coming back? Because then Charlotte that's why I say that's why I had that's why I said if you really want to be real and bold, you let Liv beat Ronda clean because Sh- Big Bad Charlotte is on the way. <laughs> and we know one thing about Charlotte. Her character sucks without a belt. So it's like it's like look, she's gonna to have to be in a title feud. Unfortunately. <laughs> and if you want me to believe that Liv has any hope in beating Ronda, I mean beating Charlotte, she has to be Ronda. It, it don't got to be the most cleanest way, but it has to be like, okay, yeah, she, somebody popped up, you know, but I would be happy if it was clean but definitive. Yeah. As well. That would be my thing. So, that's just me, but um, see where things go with that. Uh, Roman and Brock. Speaks for itself, like I said, fuck them. Oh, Usos and Street Profits. There we go. I don't know how we didn't talk about that, oh. but they've been doing well, we, it. Like... We can talk about it after we, after we go over this because we did miss something from Raw. Okay, but yeah, Usos, Street Profits. Look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Jeff Jarrett being a special guest referee It's interesting, but I just like the fact they're really but it selling makes sense. us that these two teams hate each other. They're like, look, bro. We want the fade. We own y'all ass. It is what it is. I love it. I love the energy, G. We, we you have to love this type of energy that we're getting from these teams. Uh, it's just also we got a factor in this, and I'm just gonna say this now. We, no, you y'all are trying to accelerate something that don't need to happen, and that is the street profits breakup. Would it be? Are we? Re- is yes. Montez Ford is looking nice and buff. That's dope. That's dope. But at the same time, you know who else got? When Edge and Christian immediately broke up, you know what happened? They both ended up in tag teams again down the line. In the midst yep. before they got, became real solo single stars, Edge was tag team with fucking Rey Mysterio. Edge even tag team with Hulk Hogan. Won the belt. He won the belt with both of them. Yes. So, it took a minute for Edge to even get to the guy that we love and the the, the OG Mister Money in the Bank. And then, but not to and honest, but also you had to kind of break them up. But still, they're still fucking fucking around in the tag team division. Christian, like even with Christian, had, the un- Christian the had the un- well, he we had the Un-Americans. So like he tagged and, with Jericho and won the belt. He, yeah, he was with Jericho. He had the Un-Americans. Him and Tomko, and then you know Tomko is more like a uh, kind of like a bodyguard type bodyguard, but still. still, it was he was tag team enough with the nigga, and then just took Christian to leave to finally get to his point, and then it just took Kurt Angle working with Edge to get to to Edge to get to where he needed to get to. So yeah. with that all be and also the Matt Hardy situation helped. <laughs> that helped as well like solidify like okay <laughs> all right we know what we're this gonna is do. the dirt bag we need exactly so but yeah point being we like it doesn't need it, to it, happen yet though with the it, street it don't need stuff. to happen they still like, like like my thing is is just it don't need to happen 
it shouldn't happen yet. I would say if you want to do it, do it after Mania next year. I was just thinking that. Yeah, like that, like literally, but it's just like right now, it serves no purpose. Because, like, yeah, they're going to feud against each other. Cool. We know, we okay, nice, dandy. They get drafted from separate shows. Okay, cool. Immediately, you niggas is going to try to be like, well, he has to, and then immediately, niggas going to be like, well, Montez is going to have to fight Gunther, and he got to, and I'm going to be real. Gunther is not going to lose the IC belt anytime fucking soon. This is me keeping it real. Gunther has been slapping his homie up. You don't give a fuck about anybody else. Exactly. Like, gee, he's beating his homie ass. Like, bro. Like, look. So, point being. Let's get over the fact that these two, they was in a promo, G. They was backstage talking to old girl. He told that man, unzip that. Unzip your coat. Slap that man's chest up. Because you lose again, you're going to get it worse. Bro, that is nasty behavior, G. (laughs) Like, bro, that's like me walking up to you and just saying, hey, bro, take that hoodie off. Take the fucking hoodie off. I know you bald under there, bitch ass nigga. (laughs) Slap you in the back of the head. In front of the hoes. (laughs) In front of the hoes. Or you Michael Jordan and shit. Palm and shit. Bro. (laughs) Like, bro, that's like me doing that. It's just like, bro, in front of the hoes. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, but yeah so, Gun- nobody's nobody's beating Gunther for yeah, for a minute, bro. No time That's soon. not happening. Yeah, and so, I like the way that they're they, even though he has a belt, I would still say that they're kind of slow building him yet because they haven't had him face anybody of real significance. Like Shinsuke, you know, probably gonna look like the first one. So yeah, Shinsuke, are yeah. they fighting for the belt this week or are they doing that at SummerSlam? If they were smart, to do it at SummerSlam. That's why I say they, that's why the full card. I don't think is fully confirmed yet, but um. But yeah, but uh, it needs to be because so people can stop saying that uh that they haven't defended the belt on a pay per view in over a year, yeah, they, which they, they haven't, have, but still they haven't. But so I, I agree, like you, they tweaking with how they treat these mid card belts. But uh, but what you said, what we missed on Raw? Oh, uh, Rey Mysterio's twentieth anniversary is coming up. Oh yeah, and, um, and it's gonna be in Madison Square Garden. That's dope. So uh, there, him and Dominique are, are Dominic. I should say, are fighting uh, Finn and Damien again. That should be decent. Uh, Edge probably going to make his appearance Edge back. popping up. But it's, with it's that, time. But with that um, it is Rey Mysterio's 20 year. Before we actually get to uh, Summer Sam preview, best Rey Mysterio moment? Uh, one of my favorite ones is actually two of them. They happen, happen like three years apart. Is when uh, Rey Mysterio made JBL quit twice. He made him quit. Yeah. So the first time, uh, it was when Rey Mysterio had the World Heavyweight Title back in '06, and yeah, JBL, okay. you know, he was, uh, you know, talking all that shit. So he, uh, I think that it's a, it's, this moment is a little fuzzy, but I remember that night he, uh, I think they had a match and Rey Mysterio beat him. No, no, no. JBL had a match. He had held the U.S. belt for for a quick minute, and that's how uh, Bobby Lashley ended up winning his first U.S. title. So he made uh he got in, I think Ray got involved in that match, and Ray cost him the belt, and JBL quit and went to commentary. Then oh, the second time, okay, yeah, it's a little fuzzy. I, I actually need to go back and rewatch that. Episode I think I think that is how it played out. I gotta look back, but yeah, 
Okay. And what's and then second the second time? time is when uh it was Rey Mysterio versus uh JBL for an Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania and Ray won and that meant this was like I quit. I'm not finna keep losing to this short nigga. <laughs> he really did. Which was JBL's official retirement then. Yeah. Um like I for one, I've been a Ray Mysterio fan since he was in WCW. Like I remember like the You probably like, have more WCW memories than yeah, I do. Yeah, so uh, but it, it they they're only counting twenty years of WWE. <laughs> so, but like just my fandom for Rey Mysterio, he is one of my favorites ever. He is like one of the one of the first, like him and Goldberg still like the people that really introduced me to wrestling. Like I was like, oh shit, but uh, but I remember like my like seeing Rey Mysterio on WCW uh game uh the NC the, the on N sixty four the. No, not May, no, Mayhem, Mayhem's ass. But, um, no, WCW versus NWO Revenge. That one. Oh, yeah. Um, where Mysterio was on there, and, like, he had all his freaking costumes was fire. So, it was like, oh, shit, yeah. But, um, so, I was like, oh, like, he's cool. And then, uh, when I was, my, my first legit memory of Ray Mysterio on TV was when he was with the Filthy Animals. With him, Conan, and Kidman. And, like, that was my favorite group in wrestling because they were hip-hop and they, like, you know, shit like that. Um, so, I like Raymond Mysterio because he was doing all the little cool shit. And at the time, I'm like, I didn't know he was Mexican. <laughs> I thought he was a nigga. He looked like a nigga. So, <laughs> and he looked like a kid wrestling. So, it's just like, as a kid, you think, oh, he cool, you know, all of that. But, um, but yeah, so... Like my my like memories of Ray Mysterio goes back like that far back, but um, a lot of it I'm like this is gonna sound effed up, but like a lot of my favorite Ray moments involve him getting his ass beat. <laughs> I knew you were say that. Is he? Why? Like, why recently? Ever since they announced his 20th anniversary, they keep playing that video of him getting power bombed to hell by Kevin Nash. They gotta stop doing bomb. that. It's him getting tossed like a lawn dart. Or him when he got freaking uh just choke tossed halfway across the ring. Like bro. Like bro, like <laughs> he's still a goat, but it's like bro, like, stop bro, he is one of the goats. Like, like when like like you can't talk about the story of like pro wrestling without Ray Mysterio. But um no. but yeah, so like it's just a lot of his beat like yes. Him winning the heavyweight title for Eddie, like after Eddie died was a powerful moment. Like that was one of those powerful mania tears. But it is just like some of the moments where he just got his ass beat. <laughs> like the great Kali just Dog. Oh my God. <laughs> crushed that man's head. <laughs> like dog. Like he sold that so freaking well. It was just I like dog. Was, I thought he was dead. The way he was looking, I was like, he just killed my he just killed my favorite wrestler, bro. <laughs> it was just like, yo, what the get hell? This, get this big nigga out of here. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a man's a menace. So that, and then just the Batista, Another. and then Batista, and him. like Batista was so <laughs> bad that you supposed to be my friend, <laughs> <laughs> like. Bro. Like Batista was so freaking hurt, like so freaking hurt. It was just like, dog. like, bro, it was a fatal four way match. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> like, you want me to just, you want me to just take the pin? <laughs> you want me to just <laughs> lay down in front of you and take the pin? 
And Batista's about like, yes! <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> those moments just, like, meant a lot because it's just like, even though, yes, there's tons of moments where Rey Mysterio is just overcoming the odds. That's, like, the glory of his character. But it's also the moments where he's just getting destroyed. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's like the, it's the, it's how. Because it's like the most, he does it only with the most biggest niggas. So it's like, reason why, like, Rock, JBL was, like, even though Jabel was huge, he wasn't Great Kali, he wasn't Kevin Nash, he wasn't Kane. Brock Lesnar right. is just a freak of fucking nature, so it's different. So, <laughs> but, so, it's like those, it's just like, dang, G, this man was legit getting dragged out here. Even though, even his feud with Eddie in, in 05. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, man, I feel like that man just... ass, took his mask and said, don't make me take uh take your kid's papa away from them. <laughs> that too. Like, bro, like just the feud between him and Eddie is just like, their feuds all together always Still one of my favorite feuds ever, too. Like, just in terms of pure Russell rivalries, because, like, just watch, like, when I was watching, like, back when him and Eddie first had their rivalry in WCW, Eddie was on some other shit then. (laughs) It's just, you add the the wild antics of WWE, and it's just like, oh, okay. You got to make it more personal for no reason. Exactly. It was like, but at the same time, it's like, at that point, yeah, you might as well just make it personal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that yeah, I'm just it super personal. So it's like, but yeah, like I, but Ray is definitely like when it's all said and done, just one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, Surefire Hall of Famer, greatest luchador ever. Luchador, one of the best cruiserweights ever. Legit, one of the first people to legit make cruiserweight wrestling like on the map. Like WCW milked that nigga when he debuted it, and yeah, but Ray is definitely one of the best. That's to hell do of a it. resume. One of the best resumes. Um, John Cena did that man bogus by taking the belt, his second world title. I was reign trying after not to bring won. that up, bro. I was really I, like, John Cena's evil up. for that still to this day. That was like, one of the only times I was, li- I was legit pissed at John Cena. I was like, bro, you did not have like, to do that. Like, you did not have to do him like that. <laughs> he literally, Ray went back. I still remember that night because Ray went backstage and shook everybody's hand. They was cheering for him and everything. And then he got to John Cena, and Cena got to the uh, gave him that look like, yeah, I'm gonna see you next week. Fact, hold tonight. that, hold that tight for me. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's, it was it was tonight. That was the same night. It was the same. No, it was the following night. week. No, it was the same night, bro. I'm telling you, it was the same night. I remember because when he won, he barely had the belt for an hour. That makes it even worse, D. I don't even want to talk about. I'm telling you, if you you got to rewatch it, bro. I'm, positive and he right it, that makes it so much worse like bro you couldn't even let this man hold it for a week like gee like then you never put him back in the picture again for that belt uh, until brock lesnar and even then it was just like brock lesnar just manhandled him and then roman manhandled him too so oh my like, god <laughs> like, oh. but yeah but shout out to ray like he's loved he has he's Always been in some effed up situation. Seth Rollins took that nigga's eye. <laughs> but he's always been in some effed up situations. This is low key turned into a Rey Mysterio roast. It's it's like bro, but it's part of his career. Like he's had dope moments. We can't look, but it's like also some of those wild moments 
it's part of the career. It's just yeah. like because some of those moments did lead to him getting some big wins too. Exactly, like it helped him get over over time. Like it's one of those. Chavo, like, bro, what Chavo took that man's knee. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up. So yeah, like shout. But at the end of the day, shout out to Ray. We love him. One of the best to ever do it. Like you, you, you can't tell the story of wrestling. Like in like modern wrestling without Rey Mysterio, like he's that essential of a figure. So, none but love for Rey, and he also got away with murder. But um, but yeah. So, but um, let's excuse um, me. But let's do the SummerSlam card, and then we'll wrap up. All right. Um, so far, it's I'm pulling um, up right Becky now. and Bianca one on one. Uh, Bianca's winning. Bianca's winning easily. It's is the interesting part is gonna be how she wins. That's gonna yeah. be the interesting part. So um that's a get me. Uh Logan Paul versus Miz. Um I think Logan Paul. I think win, Miz Miz probably wins. But okay. or if Logan Paul does win, he probably he probably has some backup of his own if he does. Yeah, either win. his brother appears or something like that, then yeah. But I think Logan Paul wins. Uh, or plot twist. This could be their introduction for for Tyson Fury. No, nah, I think Tyson Fury gets involved through Drew somehow. Drew or Sheamus? It's going to be one of those two. Oh, that's a match that probably could get added to SummerSlam yeah, because that's, that's going to get they, added to the card. Yeah, they had they were supposed to have that you know winner faces Roman. You know, faces yeah, and then, or whoever. Uh, and that kept getting pushed back because Sheamus is like, no, nah, you're going to fight my pals. Yep. <laughs> and Drew's just washing his pals. So I think that and pretty much uh, hopefully Gunther versus um, Shinsuke gets added to the card. Um, yeah. But uh, what else we got? Liv versus Ronda. Pretty much, like I said, I think Liv wins. I will prefer to be definitive, but we'll see where things go. Hmm. Um. Uh, Bobby versus uh, Austin yeah. for the U.S. belt. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby wins. wins. That's, that's Bobby's going to win, but to make it hilarious, I would like to see Bobby just like outright destroy him. Right <laughs> to the point where it's like he can't cash in. Yeah, like you, like I want him to beat him to the point where he can't cash in. So it's like it, it removes the doubt of like, oh yeah, theory's gonna come out and like, or if he do. It's like he's limping, and then just literally, you just see Roman and Uso just beat his ass. <laughs> literally, so. Um, Seth versus Riddle. That's this is gonna probably be match of the night. Yeah, I, I'm excited for <laughs> this. This is gonna be match of the night right here, G. This is the. Hey, look, y'all, y'all want y'all want your five star matches? <laughs> you want your <laughs> you want your five star matches? This is it, right? There'll be a lot of knees in this match. A lot of knees, knees, freaking! It's gonna look like a WWE Two K Twenty Two match, <laughs> literally. So it's gonna be it's gonna look crazy, but I'm I'm excited for this I think match. We're, I think I think Seth, wins. Seth gets the, I think Seth wins this one though. Yeah, I think Seth wins. He needs a W. Seth hasn't had a a, a good win in a minute, yeah. as far as pay per view. Yeah, like it's not going to hurt Riddle. Um, he's going to look like literally Riddle. This is some people also need to stop equating wins and losses to everything, especially in the WWE type of way, because some losses are good good for you. 
it can make you look good. So, um, but yes, I think Seth wins. Seth is due for a big pay per view win, and yeah, it puts it's gonna put him in position. I'm throwing this out here now. It's probably gonna be a Roman Seth at uh, Crown Jewel. Yeah, it, it makes the most sense. But um, but yeah, so looking forward to that. That's gonna be a great match. Um, possible next match of the night: Usos versus Street Profits two. Um, or probably three or four. I don't remember what number they on. But um, I believe the Street Profits win. If they don't, I I, I still I honestly I think I still got the Usos winning this match and retaining. But I think if they don't, I still feel like we need to get a ladder match out of this feud. I'm not going to lie. It could happen. Because I still feel like it's Jeff Jarrett being in this match. Anything involving Jeff Jarrett is usually wacky. Wacky in a good way sometimes. I think in this case, it's definitely going to be in a good way. Um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely, it's just going to be an excited match to see all together. But mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna roll with the Usos retaining. I could see it, but I think, I think, the just the way like you, you're, like yes, TV wise they're trying to tease like all oh, the street pros gonna break up, but it's like they're in perfect position where it's just like let's just see where it goes, you know. And I think like, it would make sense for them to lose though because you can do that. This could be the. The Usos losing, whether they lose now or they lose a week later on SmackDown, that would be the the precursor of the the bloodline, you know, yeah. losing all the belts. Yeah, you can start that as well, and even then, like, who cares? They'd be fine. Like, they're going to be fine. So, because um, I feel like you kind of gotta, you gotta start to 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 shift because the Usos pretty much done all they can do on this run. Yeah. with the belts anyway so like you kind of it's having the street profits with the belts again opens up the door to uh you know you throw the viking raiders at them throw the new day at them because that have we got new day versus street profits yet yes we have oh you remember it wasn't nothing like major major but it, it happened um but i would like i would love to see that but like viking raiders uh alpha academy again um, even like Butch, you could do Butch and Seamus or just Holland and you know that that the the freaking Irish niggas. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you have opportunity, you know, to do something different. Cause and plus it's like just put the belt, let the face ha- let the face team have the belts for a little bit and just let things cook. Um, yeah. then we have Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. This is look. Pat McAfee takes this shit seriously, G. He yeah, gets very. It. He gets it. All I'm saying in regards to that, Happy Corbin wins, G. Yeah, Happy Corbin got this one. Yeah, Happy Corbin wins this. So just so, just so it happens. But I think Happy Corbin wins. But it's gonna be an exciting match. It's probably gonna be probably the second or third best match on the card. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked. Pat McAfee has put on some. On some eyebrow razors. Yeah, and it's just like um, now we know the expectation. We know what the bar is. <laughs> so, and we're going to get it. 
Um, almost doesn't have a match, but well, I been, feel like he's gonna his presence is gonna be felt in some way on SummerSlam. Not necessarily, you know, in some type of big way, but he's gonna some he's gonna have some type of say. We'll see, because like is he's been involved with the Street Profits recently. So and then like that's another program like you could do Street Profits versus almost in MVP, or you just find a tag partner with that nigga. But anyway, uh, then we got the big main event. That nigga, Mr. Roman Reigns, versus Brock Lesnar in the last man standing match. They gonna niggas gonna die. <laughs> this match is gonna be it's gonna be hard hitting. I def they definitely have to put on. I would say a better showing than they did at Mania. Mania wasn't. Terrible, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It, we was best. expecting more, and yeah, I feel like now with a last man standing match, and I think I even said back in the mania thing, I'm like, they should have added the last man standing stipulation to kind of make it definitive. And yeah. now that they're teasing this as as the final time, this is the end, and on top of it, this is the this is that. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing where this goes, like. I'm really excited for this match because, for one, last man standing matches most of the time are going to be at least 15 minutes. So they're going to give them time to beat the hell out of each other throughout that entire stadium. And it's going to be it's going to be a fun match with uh, interesting finish. It's going to be some shenanigans, of course, because like you got to think back with even with Roman versus KO last man standing match. By the way. <laughs> That nigga Roman did try to hit that nigga with a golf cart. <laughs> and, then, and then we had now to fight. Now he did hit him with it. Yeah, he did hit him with it, see? And then you got to remember when he got handcuffed and he had to kill the referee just so the match don't end. He technically lost that match. He technically Based lost the match. He, but it was just like, he knows, like, hold on. <laughs> he hey, the ref. He said, hold on. He said, paint. Paul Heyman struggling right now. This is not how it's going to end. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, so it's just it's Loki. We think about some of Roman. Roman has some matches where he really should have lost. <laughs> it's just funny. We think back. Kevin Owens technically technically won the last man standing match, and it took an act of God for for Demon Finn to lose. <laughs> Like he We're really never gonna forget that. He it's literally I'm like I'm saying I'm like Roman really about to lose this shit. Man, it took an act of guy. That match was still fire up until That was that a fire match. That was still a really good match. Especially but when it, he speared Finn through the barricade and that man started convulsing like a like a like a demon. Oh yeah, exactly. It was just like, bro, what we get in here? And then he proceeded to beat Roman ass and then we're thinking like He's about to do it. <laughs> He's about to do it. And then That's why I'm act of God. And in, in seeing if they, because I definitely think they're going to add, I think it's going to be Finn versus Edge instead of Damian versus Edge. Let's Even though Damian, or, he, he I think it might be a tag I think it's going to be a tag team. I think it's going to be Ray and Edge versus Damian and, uh, and Finn. I think it's going to be. Yeah, that could work too. That I could think be that interesting. I think it's going to be that. We'll see. But, um, Loki, the fact that the closeout, the. The go home show is a Madison Square Garden show. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this, that's they, low key they, crazy. Like your go home show is a MSG show, G, 
and like that's freaking nuts but um but yeah though it's going to be i think literally like even though like things are starting to pick back up it's going to be interesting like I think this is gonna be a really good summer sound. I know people's being hard. Like the some people really not feeling the build up, which yes, in some aspects it could be better. But once again, these pay per views have been slappers. We've been getting some yeah. slaps. Everything that we didn't think was gonna, because even the uh, what was the pay per view after uh WrestleMania backlash? WrestleMania backlash. That was said. probably one. That was one of the better pay per views of the year. Yeah. So it's like. And I've been telling people these shorter pay-per-views have been... It's good that they have shorter pay-per-views in between their big pay-per-views because mm-hmm. they they mean a little bit more. Yeah. They feel and like they meant a, lot, a little bit more. Exactly. And just leads to good build-ups, too. But we'll see where things go. Like, I'm I'm excited for SummerSlam. It's on Saturday. So, uh, do I have any Saturday? As far as I don't have no Saturday plans. So, we'll see where things go in regards to that. Um, should be successful again. Um, but I think, I think, like I said, it should be a good, it should be a good show. Like, I'm expecting a good show. Like, I'm still hopeful that they add Gunther to the card because I just want, I, I want him to make his pay per view debut. Um, I just want to hit them chops in the stadium. <laughs> yes. We need to hit them chops in the stadium. Gee, the culture needs it. So we'll see where things go. But let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks for uh, watching, subscribing uh, to our content. You Tweaking Media on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, subscribe. Streaming us on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod. Make sure you hit that share, follow button as well. Follow us on Twitter at 3S from the Ring. Uh, follow the Facebook page for all information, uh, just any updates on things as well. We are working on our TikTok content as well. So that's going to be on the works as well so you will get a little bit more more little in-depth stuff on weekly events and shit as well so be on the lookout for that content we appreciate you guys for listening and peace peace